tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, with a year under his belt as Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak has less than 12 months to go before he has to call a general election. The polls don't look good for his Conservative Party, but that won't stop them going hell for leather as they seek an unprecedented fifth term. What can we expect? That's after a short break. I'm Helena Bonham Carter, and for BBC Radio 4, this is History's Secret Heroes, a new series of rarely heard tales from World War II. They had no idea that she was Britain's top female codebreaker. We'll hear of daring risk-takers. What she was offering to do was to ski in over the high Carpathian mountains. Of course it was dangerous, but uh, danger was his friend. Subscribe to History's Secret Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. You've lost control of your party, and this has become a confidence issue, not in Parliament, but in you. Do you accept that, and will you call an election if you lose these votes? What's happening here is we're delivering on what I said. Difficult enough already, Rishi Sunak's job has become a lot harder in recent months, with the number of Tory rebels willing to air their grievances in public growing. After sacking Home Secretary Suella Braverman and losing his ally in the Home Office, Robert Jenrick, speculation has grown over whether the Prime Minister will face a leadership challenge or whether he might face down his critics and go to the country instead. Personally, I don't think many are going to submit letters. I think it's sound and fury. Um, but if that threshold was crossed, then I think the Prime Minister should call an immediate general election. Some Tory MPs have told Tortoise they believe a snap election could happen as early as February this year. But the problem with calling a snap election is simple. Polling has consistently put the Tories at a disadvantage, with Labour significantly ahead. Reform, the anti-immigration party once led by Nigel Farage, has been peeling off voters to the right. And the Liberal Democrats are putting their weight behind taking so-called blue wall seats, where many Tories were left with wafer-thin majorities after the last election. A survey of polls over the last 18 months found that under Rishi Sunak, the Conservatives are now less popular than they were under Liz Truss, with just 59% of those who backed them in 2019 planning to do so again. Combined, it creates a dynamic in which Tory MPs are seriously contemplating electoral annihilation. So the working assumption in Westminster is that there are three possible times that Rishi Sunak could hold an election. In early May, at the same time as the local elections. In the autumn, using party conference to fire the starting gun. Or in January 2025. This is Tortoise's political editor, Kat Nealon. The least likely, at least in my view, is January 2025 because it would require activists to campaign over Christmas and rely on voters to turn out at the most miserable time of the year. Early May does have benefits. The weather will be on the up, 
boosting people's moods and the economy should have recovered further. People will be feeling the benefits of some of the tax cuts that we've heard about. It also has the upside of coming before the summer's inevitable rise of the small boats crossings, reminding the electorate of Rishi Sunak's failure to deal with illegal migration. But most people are still working on the basis of it being an autumn race, arguing that Sunak is not a risk taker and the few extra months would give the economy longer to recover. Tortoise has been told that the grid, number 10's news schedule, has been kept clear for this period. But things can, and frequently do, change quickly. Much hinges on what happens in Westminster. There is another possibility, although unlikely, which is that Sunak loses control entirely and a snap election is forced. But for now, the smart money is on late October 2024, with May a close second. And Labour knows it. Strategists in the opposition party have been on a war footing for months, raising money and building its team so that it's ready from the start of this year. Morgan McSweeney is Keir Starmer's director of campaigns and is perhaps the most influential member of his inner circle, having worked with him on his leadership campaign back in 2020. Meanwhile, the Conservatives are looking to election strategist Isaac Levido for their salvation. The Australian who masterminded their successful 2019 campaign is now thought to have taken up the reins full time and was behind the five pledges that have dominated this last year. So what will the campaign actually be like? We'll have more after the break. Like Morgan McSweeney, Isaac Levido is a softly spoken backroom operator who shuns the limelight. But no one should be in any doubt that things will get pretty nasty in the weeks and months to come. With relatively little cash to splash, culture wars and attack ads will be high on the agenda. Last January, Isaac Levido told the Tories there was a narrow path to victory. Labour's team are on eggshells, trying to avoid doing anything that will see them fall at the last hurdle. And with voters becoming increasingly frustrated by the circus in Westminster, turnout is expected to be low. We may not know precisely when the election is, but when it comes, every vote will be hard won. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and reported by Kat Nealon and mixed by Hannah Varrell. Tortoise.